This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good f***ing morrow, everybody. This is The Darker Side of Midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board op of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. Joining me today, he is the associate producer, town coordinator, phone screener, overnight sports anchor, the runway model, Kenny's here. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Who is missing? Alex Barnard is not here. Why? I don't know. Mr. Yard. Mr. Yard's got some kind of something going on. I don't know. Doctor thing? Who the hell knows? So he says he can't do it. I go, all right. Don't. I, you know, I don't want to make a big deal or say anything when he says he can't do it because I did that already. It's tired. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? When I got every time one of us can't do something, I'm going to say, uh, talk shit about him. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. old. I mean, we- you're not going to be here on... What day? Friday. Friday morning. Yeah. And Monday morning. Yeah. Because I'll I'll be here Monday morning. For Memorial. Yeah, Memorial Day. You won't be here, but I will be here, and Alex will be here, mm-hmm. and I don't know who else will be here, if anyone else. Uh, but we'll see what happens. So this is the darker side of midnight, where we talk about what Frank Morano talked about earlier this morning. This morning being May twenty fourth. So you listen to this show and you want to listen to the other side of Midnight Podcast for the same day, May 24th. And one of the first things Frank talked about earlier this morning was about this AI and bringing back the dead. (gasps) And do you want to do that if you could? Me? I don't want to do that. No. it's me. and, And Frank was like up in the air about it. And I am one of those people. First of all, I don't like death, and I don't like funerals. I guess nobody really likes death. I mean, who likes death? Yeah, right. (laughs) But, (laughs) I mean, I don't like going to funerals. I don't even like, I don't even know what to say to people when somebody dies. Mm. I, I don't know what it is that I get weird about it. And it's been like that since I was... A kid, I mean, the first person in my life that was close to me that died was my grandmother died when I was 18. I was a senior in high school. Mm. And I remember being at the funeral, and when it came time, they lower the casket down into the ground, and then it is customary, you know, the family throws the dirt on the casket. Right. And I just remember, like, hearing the dirt, like, hitting the casket. Like, you hear that, like... Yeah, that's eerie. And I, I it creeped me out. Mm, that's and I really remember 
my dad, because you have a shovel, my dad went to hand me the shovel, and I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. Maybe so, like, no, no, no. so maybe that moment created some sort of, like, feeling of weirdness with death for you? It does, because like when, when someone else dies or somebody loses someone, I don't really know what to say to them. Because I think, like, I remember when it happened to me. You know, my grandmother died, and everybody comes up to you, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, my God, oh, this and that. And then when it happens to someone else, I guess I, I feel weird about it because I'm not saying that nobody was not sincere. I, I believe people are. But in my head, I'm always thinking, like, oh, that's what everybody says. And I guess my dad sort of ingrained in me as a kid that you don't want to do what everybody else always does. Like, mm-hmm. you want to you want to stand out from the crowd. So I guess not that saying, oh, I'm so sorry, (laughs) or giving condolences, but I guess it's ingrained in me not to do what everyone else does, so that Mm. comes into play. But I will say, like, you know, I see on Facebook somebody announces, like, a parent died, and I will say, oh, my condolences, and that's all I'll say. Sorry to hear about that or whatever. I mean, yeah, for for me it's more... Because I've gone through, like, family deaths, right. I have that sort of, like, sympathy that emerges when it's someone else that's close to me that went through or is going through right. someone dying. Yeah. Where I will, you know, say I'm sending my prayers or things right. of that nature, and I will yeah. express to them that I do care sort of thing. Like, yeah, and that's what I, I want to come across. I don't want people to think that I'm being insensitive to someone or like, oh, he didn't he didn't say anything to me. And there are times that I look back on some people that died or, you know, a, a parent of a friend or something like that. And I didn't say anything because it wasn't like, you know, we're talking about like leaving a, like a post on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not because I don't care. It's just that I, it just weirds me out. Mm. So and then the same thing, like when my dad died, there was not a big we didn't have a big thing for my dad. You know, he didn't want that. He said he didn't want that. And he did die suddenly, but he had said specifically months before that, he wasn't sick. He had gone in for some surgery back in, like, July. And he said, you never know. It's surgery. It was something on his fingers. He goes, you never know what can happen. It's a surgery. But if I die, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he gave me the whole thing. This is what I want. If I die, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be buried. He goes, I want to be cremated, and then after that, I don't care what you do with me. He goes, yeah. sprinkle me on your lawn, put me in a pipe, smoke me up, whatever you want to do, I don't care, I'm dead. So I guess it was in December, the end of December, mm-hmm. he died suddenly, Wow! and that's what it was like. It was like I got the call from the hospital in up in, in Connecticut, we drove up there the next day. I got it on a Sunday night. And they had to tell me over the phone, which they don't usually do because, you know, I'm like five hours away or whatever it is, four hours. Mm -hmm. So they did tell me. So I knew. And I remember I was ready to drive up there at like 11 o'clock at night. Mm. And and then, you know, I had been up all day. It was a Sunday. And um, I remember I was tired. And this is, you know, this is 10 years ago. And I, I remember hearing my dad's voice like in my head going, listen, there's no reason for you to drive up here now. I'm dead. I'm still going to be dead tomorrow. He mm-hmm. goes, I'm <laughs> thinking this is my dad talking to me, going, I'm still going to be dead tomorrow. 
So you might as well just drive up tomorrow morning, go to sleep, and then when you get up, you drive first thing in the morning. Right, right. And that's what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. So um, would I want an AI of my dad? And I go, no. Nah. Because it's not my dad. It's it's not authentic. It's right. not him. And, and I'm thinking like, remember like in Superman mm-hmm. and, and Jarrell left all that stuff for Superman to find? Yeah, yeah. In the, uh, what was it? The uh, uh, of Solitude, whatever the hell it's yeah. called, where Superman lives in the, in the Antarctic. And, oh. and, you know, the, yeah, the, forget the, the Superman name. With, with Christopher Reeve. Yeah, what the hell is the name of that? Yeah, I don't know. I have to look it up. Um, uh, but I remember like, like his dad left them all that stuff, and it, but it was his dad talking mm-hmm. to him. They it was his actual parents that right. left, that left him that. It wasn't like an AI version of his parents. Now it would be different if the technology existed, and my dad recorded enough of himself that. The AI would be so authentic. But even then, I, I just, it's still in my, I, I guess. The what Fortress I'm, of Solitude. Yeah, Fortress Sorry. of Solitude. So I'm thinking maybe if my dad recorded it himself mm-hmm. and the AI right. had enough. Or in other words, if an AI could take my father's entire life and attitude and everything he did and be able to figure out from that what he would say or do in this moment and situation, then maybe I'd be a little more open to it because that would be like, well, my dad actually did this. Which I don't think could ever happen. But with AI now, first of all, there's ne- definitely not enough of anything no. of my father recorded-wise that would able be able that AI would be able to duplicate that. And, and it, wasn't it also like text form of what they've written or whatever didn't frank say right that? it was something like, like that even if you translate that into the ai and type out something that they've said it's not gonna right come out how they said it or right like i'm know, saying the sentiments that you remember about them like it's not right in other you words can't recreate that the technology is only starting now so like i could do it you could do it for mm-hmm. someone else yes but for us to do it for other people right already it's 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 going to be like impossible unless obviously if it's like a celebrity or somebody like that yeah. that has a lot already out there mm-hmm. interviews and things like that then maybe they can get some idea but even still I don't know that just from interviews and it de- I guess it would depend on the person and how much how much information of that person is out right. there that you'd be able to feed into AI well, and another thing for me, I feel like even if I said, okay, let's do it, and so let's say for my grandfather that right. passed away, and whatever, the AI was able to come up with, like, certain things, like, oh, wow, like, that's, like, actually kind of accurate or whatever, yeah. I would then feel like, well, this isn't my grandfather, yeah, exactly. like, I'm, and then I'll just miss him even more. Right. And think about him even more, because it's, like, it's not authentic, so... I, I just feel like I would not like that at all. Like, I think, like, Frank could do that for Carmine because mm-hmm. there's enough recorded of Frank just on the radio right? that something like that would work for Frank. Yeah. So then later on, Carmine can listen to it and be like, wow, my dad really was a... <laughs> G- 
geek. Yeah, nerd. Doofus. <laughs> like the whole the whole scrambled eggs. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, yeah Could right. you imagine he's like the Carmine, like 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 sixteen year old Carmine? And listen, I'm not wishing anything on Frank, but I'm just hypothetical. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea here. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like like Carmine would be like, wow. Scrambled eggs and maple syrup. What the fuck yeah. is that about? Why the hell did he make me wear presidential T-shirts to school? <laughs> yeah, what was he thinking? <laughs> Talking to me like that. No wonder why I sound like this. <laughs> this guy to listen to all the time. No, but I, 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 for me, and Frank even said he's like up in the air about the whole thing. Yeah, he said absolutely not. Like he's inclined to say no, but then mm-hmm. he kind of left it open. Me, I'm a definite no. Yeah, no, I, I don't would, want that at all for any insane. for anybody that I was close to me that has gone. And any and I, again, there's not enough recorded material of anyone in my family besides no. me. Then yeah, that's the thing. It would be all like written whatever right. things that they've wrote, and then you translate it through to the AI. But it even would, still, just would not come out. What is it that it they would not come out accurate? Well, what is it that they wrote? Like they're not. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, you, what I'm saying like it have to be a recorded conversation or something. Like what? Well. I don't know. My letters? Mom, I mean, what, yeah, my you know what I mean? Mom, my mom still has letters that her mom wrote or birthday cards yeah, but that she wrote out a bunch right. of things. But it's like letters aren't right. the same as a That's conversation. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it's not going to translate. Right. It's, you can't get, you cannot get someone's personality. Now, like I said, Frank, even myself, there's enough recorded material of me even mm-hmm. that I think an AI could probably in some way duplicate my tone and attitude and what I might say or something like that. Yeah. Because there is enough. But for the average person, there's not enough. No. There just isn't. Now, maybe at some point when you think about how everything is recorded, you know, Big Brother's always watching, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Maybe somewhere that, because our phones are always listening to us. Apparently, yeah. And imagine if somewhere, somewhere, it's actually recorded somewhere. You know what I'm saying? We'd be screwed then. Like if you know how like <laughs> when you're talking about, oh, you know, I need a new vacuum cleaner, and then you open up, yeah, things like Amazon that. and there or, or Facebook, and there's ads for vacuum cleaners. So could you imagine if what you said is actually recorded and, and they go stored? They go, well, yeah, we can make an AI of you because, and maybe that'll be the next app. Maybe that's an app I should create. The app will be this. <laughs> You put it on your phone, it records everything you said while your phone's there. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to do anything. It just automatically records, gets stored somewhere, and when you're dead, we can call it back and pretend it's you for your family. <laughs> You'd have to wait for a lot of people to die and oh. see if it see if it works out. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't not even though. Because let's say you get the app and you have it for a week and it's listening to you all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. People kids your generation. All they do is they're on the fucking phones. Oh, yeah. I mean, even my generation, everybody's on their phone all the time. Or they have their phone with them. Yeah, it's, everyone's on the freaking yeah. cell phones. So there'd be enough recorded material within a couple of days or at least a week. Right. If they heard everything you said to people, unless you're by yourself and you don't talk to anyone. But, yeah. I mean, if, like me having regular interaction with people like I do, even though I don't like to, but I do coming here every day. Yeah that it would be enough to get my attitude and my thinking perhaps i don't know so then after like a week just compile all that right. stuff and like it could compile what you said AI. 
And out of that, it can go, all right, he'd probably say this, or this is his attitude about this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the longer it goes on, the longer it records you, the the more accurate the AI of you would be, right. obviously. But maybe after, let's say somebody does it for a week and then they die. Maybe a week's enough to just get some sort of idea. Yeah. But it would be freaky. I mean, it would be. the AI that's out there now, and I just started going down this rabbit hole like a week ago that I was going through these YouTube videos because there was, it must have been a post somewhere that had Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. you know, Nirvana, who died of, and I say in air quotes, suicide, because there's conspiracies about that. Right, right. I don't know if I what I believe and don't believe, but the ruling is suicide by gunshot wound, right? Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain singing... Soundgarden song Black Hole Sun. And I listen to it. I go, wow, the voice sounds like Kurt Cobain. Now, I don't know if he really would sing the song that way, but it does sound like him. And then from that, there was other dead people AI. Michael Mm -hmm. Jackson. There was Michael Jackson singing other people's songs, in but Michael Jackson's voice. Right. And... The comments that I saw on the videos of this, that that the, at least the comment that I remember that really struck me was, this is soulless. Mm. And I thought, yeah, it, it is, for a couple of reasons. Yeah, I don't like that. Number one, it was Michael Jackson's speaking voice, not his singing voice. And I used to say oh, all the weird. time that Michael Jackson had this high speaking voice but his singing voice was lower. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was more, I don't want to say normal, just like a like a medium lower tone, not a higher tone. Yeah. He When he spoke, you know, everybody would say, oh, Michael Jackson talks like this. Mm-hmm. But when he sang, he had a little bit more yeah. bass in his voice. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the AI was his speaking voice. Yeah, and I go, weird. that's not how he sings. Very rarely. Maybe when he sang a high song, or mm-hmm. a softer song that I can remember. There's a couple right. that he had a the higher tone, mm-hmm. but most of them were, I guess mid. I don't know what the, I forget what it is. The soprano is the high, whatever the mid tone is, which I I can't remember because yeah, I was Alex there. would probably Alex would know. know if he was here. Um, there's bass, there's soprano, and there's something and, in the middle. Yeah, of bass and soprano, I believe. Isn't there? Baritone. That's that's low. Yeah, that that's like doo-wop. Like, yeah, well, that's the, the guy, different levels like the of one guy in the doo-wop group. That's right. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's got the low. That's the alto. Alto, yeah. So alto's the I think alto's alto soprano bass. I think. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, baritone tenor. Oh tenor, right? Bass. What are so I'm looking at. Oh, seven voiced bass, baritone, tenor, mezzo mm. soprano, counter tenor, and soprano. But there's mm. also alto, I thought. Maybe that's just a whatever. Well, you know <laughs> what I mean? High, medium, low. That's all I, I, I will describe it as that. But yeah, listening to these AI versions of Michael Jackson singing songs he never sang, it, does, it doesn't have a soul. It doesn't have that vibrato is not the same. Like there's a lot of it that, w- that was not the same as if Michael Jackson was actually singing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there were other people too that they did. I didn't even, I just listened to a couple of the Michael Jackson ones. Oh, and then yeah. once I heard that 
it sounded weird. I I really I didn't even want to hear anybody else. Yeah, I've I've heard Tupac and Biggie covering right. a Jay Z and Kanye song. Yeah, like, it's like it's actually sounded decent, but I'm like knowing that it's not them. It's the same thing with the Dead Relatives. Like, right. you know it's not them, so it's like I don't. You kind of uh, get turned off. Like I don't really like this. Right? Who cares? You know? And like now we're gonna have like AI of Biggie on like guesting on a rap but it's not biggie it's just an ai of his voice Mm -hmm. and how are they going to get all the nuances of biggie you know what i mean because biggie was a he was big he was big and you heard him breathing all the time and just the way he spoke like you can't i mean i'm sure there was a way to do it as as they enhance it over time right it'll get better and better but still like it's not him like you said it's not him yeah and even after he died and they released some records it was some unreleased stuff, but a lot of it was stuff that was unreleased, but it was out there. Mm-hmm. And he was rapping over different beats, uh-huh. and then you heard it, and you're like, well, no. Or they put it together on something else, and you're like, oh, yeah. this sounds weird mm-hmm. yeah, for the people that were into that. So, yeah, we're, I'm not really into the whole dead people and AI thing. No. It just doesn't work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Uno. He's your numero uno. Frank talked about, he, so he asks me this, about how much he goes, when you go and give blood, you give like a pint at a time, right? Mm-hmm. So then he goes, Matt Blaze, how, many, how, how much blood do you think I've given in my lifetime? So in my head, I'm thinking, how many times has Frank probably given blood? And I'm thinking by the pint, right? Mm-hmm. So right. I, I immediately start thinking 25 pints, but then in my head, but then he goes, how many gallons? And I'm like, wait, now in my head, I got to yeah. compute 25 pints to gallons. And I don't, I, that quickly, I'm like, no, how like, many pints are in a gallon? I don't know. So I looked it up. There's eight. Eight pints in a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's two pints are in a quart. Mm. Is that right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Two pints are in a quart, four quarts in a gallon. That's eight, yep. eight pints. So in my head, I can't figure out 25 pints is X amount of gallons. Yeah, I don't you, know. You just shoot a number So at I just that said, what I say, 10? Yeah, and he goes, 10. oh, well, now it doesn't look so impressive what <laughs> I, how many I actually did. And I, and he, I, he said he did, what, four? Four, yeah. Four gallons of blood he's given over yeah. his lifetime. And he, he's getting close to five maybe or whatever, right? Mm. Well, then later on, so that's the first thing he says. Then later on, he asks me about bean consumption. Yeah. Like, 
How much beans do you think? Pounds of beans. Yeah, pounds of beans in the UK does the average person. And I'm like, I don't know. What did I say? Ten pounds? Five pounds? Uh, yeah, I think you said five. And it was like, and it was. It was like was it? seven. Was that? Yeah. Or twelve? No, it was twelve. Twelve. And the and then UK. seven was where was seven? Seven was in the United States, which I yes. had a really hard time believing that. Yeah. But twelve, and he goes. But I said five, and then he goes, oh, well, I got Matt blazed again. And I'm like, wait it's a minute. Like, how can I do it if I'm under, I, whatever I say doesn't, doesn't make, like you said, if I'm it's not as impressive. impressive. Right. Well, if I'm under, it's not impressive what the actual number is. Right. And if I'm over, it's not impressive what the actual number is. How could that be? How could you have it both ways? Yeah. Which is it? Now, I understand if I overshoot, like with the blood and said 10, then yes, the, it doesn't make four gallons look impressive if I'm guessing that you probably did 10. Right. So, but the other way, if I guess, then if be, I guess five pounds of beans and he just goes, well, you're way off, it's really 12 Then pounds. it would be underwhelming. Like, it would be right. like, okay, well. Because he's like, no, it's not five. It's it's more, it would be more impressive yeah. That it was actually 12 pounds. Yeah, so how, so how did... That makes no sense. <laughs> when he said it with the beans. Yeah, with the he, blood, it made sense. With the beans, it made no sense. He couldn't have gotten Matt blazed yeah, in, in that instance. that makes no sense. Because it, <laughs> it is impressive. If I only think it's five and it's actually 12, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Yeah. So what he said made no sense whatsoever. And... Like I said, I can't compute five pints to gallons in my head. I, I don't know. No, nah, not on the fly. Like not on that. the spot like that. Because nah. it would take me a second to go, hmm. I have to think, oh, how many pints are in a gallon? Well, there's eight pints in a gallon. So that means 20. Because then my guess would have been three gallons. So right. then it would have made him impressive. Yeah. Because it was four gallons. And I would have been close. Because mm-hmm. I would have been, all right, there's 20, I said, tw- I'm thinking 25, but let's say 24. Uh, three, all right, three gallons. Oh. Yeah. And I would have been, I would have been much closer. He did that another time. I forget what the hell it was. Yeah, yeah something, something with millions. Yeah, with, with no something with years or some shit. Something. Yeah, uh, and it was the same thing. And it was yeah, the same bullshit. Well, uh, he always says like so. It's like whether I'm over or under in his mind, it's not impressive what the actual number is. Yeah, which of course makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> With him giving blood. Look, I'm glad, glad he's giving blood. And then he's talking about he gave blood the other day. Now he's got to give blood again. Now he's got to do this other doctor's test for the insurance. Yeah. They're going to, and about, it's not good to stick needle. I go, dude, just wait. Like, what are you in a rush? He's going to be like a spirit. Like, he's like, oh, I, blood I, I, in his body. I, I get like OCD with these things that I know I have to break the, like, he has to break the record of how many gallons of blood he's given. And he's like, huh, well, if I give X amount every uh, month or year, maybe by the time I'm 75 years old, I can break that record. Yeah, like, like, why would you want to? Who cares you're, you're, about? You're that? not breaking the record anyway. What kind of record is that to break? Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org.
Yeah, no one cares. Yeah, I I never understood those people that are like, okay, let's find something I can I can get the Guinness Book of World Records of. Yeah, and there are people that do that, and they 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 hold like twenty Guinness Book of World Records records because it's crap that nobody gives a shit about that nobody yeah, would do that no one exactly. who the fuck cares no one would take the time to do I have the record of balancing a pencil on my finger while juggling a soccer ball with my foot yeah at the, like who the fuck would do that no no one, one. records to me that are everyday things people would do or something like you know obviously height weight those kinds of things how yeah, much weight or, did you ever lift or like a sporting thing yeah like, like a any any kind record. of sport record yeah. running how many miles or or things like that makes sense mm. but the stupid shit that people come up with just so they can be like oh, I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records well who the fuck cares about that yeah nobody's going to do that no one no one yeah, I can bounce a ball on my nose, and I've done it. I, I, I hold the world record for that. Well, good fucking for you. What's it doing for you? Besides that you're in a book. Besides yeah. that, what can you do with that record? Yeah, can you put that on a resume? Well, yeah, what like, are you going to do? No. You're going to book, you're going to be like uh, the clown at a party? Hey, yeah. look what this guy can do. He can bounce a ball on his nose. Yay. Yeah, what are you, a fucking seal? Yeah, then your act is over. That's it. All right, kids, it's done. And look what else I could do. See you I later. Can, like, stupid shit that people do. And remember, um, David Letterman mm-hmm. used to do a segment called Stupid Human Tricks, and that's what it was. People that did <laughs> stupid shit that, that serves no purpose whatsoever. It's just you do it once, and then it's over. And, yeah. And coming up, like America's Got Talent mm. is, is going to start soon. and Because it's already been uh, recorded. It's already been taped months ago. And a lot of the acts that come out are like that. They're like, basically, they do one thing, and it's kind of like, well, wh- where are you going to go with that? Yeah. Uh, you, you, you did the one thing you can do. Oh, yeah, I, I hate that. And it's like, well, now what are you going to do? Like you, the people gonna... that juggle or whatever? It's yeah, like, like they okay. juggle stuff, and then you go, all right, you juggle three balls. Now you juggle four. Now you juggle five. Now I juggle eight. Now yeah. you spin around. How far do you think you could go with this act? Oh, yeah. Like, I saw one, the guy put, like, knives down his throat. Oh, yeah. And he's able to do that. I'm like, well, what else are you going to do as you right. increase in the or as you advance in the yeah. rounds? What what more are you going to do? And that's why those people don't advance. It's now, usually look. the singers that, that win. Yeah, which is so annoying. I hate Most that. Most of the time. I, fu- I think, I, I swear. I would. I wish that America's Got Talent would outlaw singers. Yeah, like you can't audition if you're a singer. Fuck that. Go to American Idol. Exactly. That's the other Simon Cowell show. Go to you, the Voice. Yeah. Go to the, go to the American Idol or the Voice or a, a show that's just about singing. Mm-hmm. You can't audition for America's Got Talent because at least the one thing with those acts is at least it's a variety. So you get to see it once. Are they going to win the million dollars? No. But it takes up TV time. You see them do it one time. It's great. Then when it comes time to vote, you know they're not going to win. But at least you saw the act. Now, the other acts that make it, usually, like you said, there's always a singer in there. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been a lot of ventriloquists. Oh, those are cool. Which I don't mind because, I mean, the one girl, what's her name? Darcy Lynn, I think. The girl was like 10. Yeah. And she won. That's pretty wild. And she taught herself how to do it. Wow. So I always get amazed at the ventriloquism because I always think it's so hard 
to like keep your mouth closed, totally closed, and sound like you're just talking normally. Yeah. And when they do that, like when you hear them like holding a note and they're like the person's drinking a glass of water, I've yeah. seen them do that, or they're talking and the 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 puppet the dummy is like drinking or holding an O at the same time like that's crazy yeah it is like, wild the way think that people can do with their voices like that's interesting to me and i get why those people or they also have here's the three people the three types of acts that always make it singers ventriloquists and magicians yeah are the ones that always get the furthest once in a while <laughs> They'll have another kind of act that gets there. Yeah, like a rare type of Yeah, thing. like they have like a dog act one one year. Mm-hmm. The guy trains all these dogs. They'll always have a different act, but most of the time it's those three, singers, magicians, or ventriloquists Yeah, that win. And, you know, the, this writer's strike mm-hmm. is postponing like one of my favorite shows that I look forward to every summer, and that's Big Brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that show, and now yeah. it's being postponed until, like, at least right now, until, like, I think maybe the end of August. Mm. Because the writer's strike. Yeah, they're, apparently they're nowhere near any sort of agreement. And I know, so. like, SNL didn't go on because yeah, of yeah. all those shows because of the writer's strike. And we don't know how long it's going to be. I remember the last time when there was a writer's strike, I was watching The People's Court. <laughs> and you know how in the beginning of People's Court, they go, dun, dun, dun. And they go, Frank Morano is a man who's with a mission, and yeah. he's suing because he stepped in dog shit, and it was on his own lawn. And this is the case of doggy doo-doo, dun-dun-dun, whatever yeah. it is, right? Well, they had, when there was the writer's strike, they just went, went dun-dun-dun, and the person walked in, and the screen said, due to the writer's strike, there's something like, we have no voice. <laughs> like, said something like that. Oh, and I wow. thought it was hysterical. Because they still funny. played the music. They still did the case because obviously you don't need writers for the right. case. Yeah. But they need the writer for that beginning part. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I don't remember if the guy said it or if it was on the screen. But I just remember it was like, I think it was I think the guy, I think think it was on the screen because I don't think there was any voice at all. And it was just like, like scroll on the screen due to the writer's strike. There is no whatever about the person, uh, bio or some crap. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. Funny. Yeah. So who knows how long that's going to go on. Uh, Frank talked about, I guess he's claiming now one of his other favorite foods besides eggs is now cottage cheese. Yeah. And talking about the time that we saw him eating cottage cheese in the kitchen. Now, oh, yeah. the reason that I asked him at the time, he makes it sound like that this happened like, like last night. This happened like a month ago, over a month ago, that he was eating cottage cheese. And I think it was at the time when it might have been Lent time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, what oh, do you yeah. got there? It because was. At the time, he was saying how he was not eating carbs and he stopped drinking and all that. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, what do you got there? Because I couldn't see what it was. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's cottage cheese. Oh, And I was like, and I went, oh. And he's like, oh, what, you disappointed? I was like, well, I thought it was something else. Because, yeah, I thought he was like, I was like busting him eating ice cream. And he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was eating cottage cheese. So so he talked about how much he loves cottage cheese and cottage cheese recipes. Uh, I'll be honest. I never liked cottage cheese. I don't like the consistency. I, I the, the taste kind of grossed me out. 
Really? Never, never liked it. I never liked it. I like regular cottage cheese, just regular. Or well, I, I get the fat free, which tastes exactly like regular. To really? be honest, yeah. Um, because generally, fat free food has no taste. Yeah, it's just true. bland. They take the because the fat like gives it taste, and I guess maybe because it's a cheese. I don't know. All I know is cottage cheese, at least for me, tastes. Uh, I don't know if it tastes the same. I haven't had regular cottage cheese. I don't know how long, but mm-hmm. the fat-free. When I tasted it, I was like, "Oh, this tastes pretty good." And when I diet, I I do get some cottage cheese. Now they also make cottage cheese with pineapple in it already. Mm. That I don't like. Yeah, I don't know. I've never because they pair cottage heard cheese with fruit. Yeah. It's like a thing. Yeah, and I don't really I like that. I, I just can't. like it by itself. I don't eat anything with it. That's like someone said on the air that they cut open an avocado. Oh, and like it. I'm like, yeah, that does not at all sound appetizing to me. No, me not either. Not at all. I eat it. I just eat like a spoonful. I could see putting it on some kind of cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I could see because it's more like a spread in that way. Yeah. So that I get, but having all of these different cottage cheese recipes. I don't nah. know what the fuck that's about. I'm just eating it out of. I can eat it right out of the tub with a with a teaspoon. Eat a couple of teaspoons and I'm done. Yeah, the only time I feel like I would start eating it is once I heard that, because again that was reiterated obviously on the air that it has a lot of protein in it. I'm like, oh shit. Right. Well, maybe you can eat. Maybe it I'll of that. try to start just for that. But just because of the protein. But then it's like I gotta f- just force it down. And I was thinking. Like, I need to stop off maybe now on my way home. I'll stop off at ShopRite. I got to get apples. Mm-hmm. And I go, maybe I'll buy some cottage cheese. Because I do eat that when bad, I do yeah. this diet. Because, you know, the diet, you're trying to eat as little as possible and no carbs. Yeah, so that'd be good for that. And that's why it is good for that. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest problem around here at night. It's like I'm, I want to eat something. and we And everything we have here. Oh, is yeah. not good. And that's another thing Frank said. Frank made it seem like we're asking him because we want to, like, we want to share some of his food that we're, like, Fuck scavenging that. the floor looking for his food. Yeah, I don't want any no. of his food. Believe me. If I all want... his food is stolen. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Fridge. He stakes all the food. All the food is from somebody else. <laughs> that's why he scavenges like a raccoon yeah. going through the refrigerator. He's, like, sniffing things out like, like how rats sniff... Mm-hmm. Like the little nose twitches. Yeah. That's Frank. He opens the refrigerator and you see him like looking around, like how like rats look around the garbage <laughs> or like raccoons are looking around. That's what Frank does. He see him, his little eyes, and he's looking at the fridge. He's looking at the back. He's looking underneath. Mm-hmm. He goes down and pulls out the drawer, sees what's in there, looks yeah. at the side, see if there's anything new in there. Opens up, he goes, you know how he always says, man, we got a lot of cream cheese here. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of butter here. But like, there's nothing good for him to. There's no sushi for him to steal. Yeah. Or some other shit that he wants. He just like scavenges around. I never do. That. I never, never open that refrigerator. I mean, you put your food in there. Yeah, that's that's only the only time reason. Going. Frank's going in there. Oh, Frank to has specifically no, look yeah, around. Frank doesn't bring any food here. He <laughs> specifically looks in the fridge. You know, huh? Let me see what's in here and not labeled that I can steal if I like it. Yeah. And and I did tonight because I got um. I bring chicken, and I put some grated, like, Parmesan on it that's mm-hmm. in the refrigerator. And I noticed there was, like, somebody's, like, like a sandwich in there. 
Like from, I don't know where it was from. But oh yeah, you know what I'm talking. It was I like saw that. it was a wrapped sandwich from somewhere. I don't know where it was from. And I'm thinking that's something Frank would take. The only reason he would, because maybe it was a half a sandwich. Like somebody ate half of it and put the other half in the fridge. I don't know because I didn't look at it or open it. Either that, or I saw some sort of writing. So maybe oh, somebody wrote their name. They on had it. their name on it, and Frank but that, but abided or maybe, by it. Or where they bought it from just wrote on what it is. Yeah, that could be it too. So I don't know. I didn't look that closely. I just saw the wrapper, like something like a some <laughs> looked like a sandwich wrapped in paper. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if Frank saw that and if he actually picked it up and looked at it cuz that's something he would do mm-hmm. or open it up to see what it is. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's a, definitely like a Frank move yeah. to do things like that. All right, I think we've talked enough. Uh, remember, this is the darker side of midnight, so you want to listen to the other side of midnight for the same day, today being May 24th, and subscribe to both podcasts so you will get them as soon as they are available. Also, remember to join the Murano Fans and Haters Facebook group. If you've not done that, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there that is always very interesting. So we end it like we do every day. Your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.